We're privileged to have the Feast of Corpus Christi today all the same. And it's fitting that uh, if you remember back all the way nine weeks ago, we gathered and it was a uh, mass later in the day for, for most of us, I'm sure. And we gathered and we saw uh, on that Holy Thursday, uh, the washing of feet and we heard the, 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 the passage uh, of the washing of feet and we heard the same I believe it was the same second reading. It's the oldest account of, we have of the, uh, of the giving of the Eucharist, the Eucharistic narrative, and St. Paul's giving it. And, and he's, I handed on to you what I myself received. And uh, this is a case for all of us that we hand on what we've received and what have we, what have we received? We've received the Lord Jesus. We've received him in the body and blood of Christ, which is what Corpus Christi, of course, means. Corpus literally just means body, but it, it refers to the wholeness of who Jesus is. And we, I, we could quote saints and saints and saints after saints of, about all the things that the Eucharist is, but each of us needs to reflect on what this Eucharist, what this sacrament is. And it's not a thing, it's not a what, but a who. It is Jesus Christ. And uh, Blessed Carlo said, uh, said it best that the Eucharist is the surest way to heaven. And I found myself reflecting on that, the, the surest way, of course it would be the way. And Jesus said in John's Gospel, I am the way, the truth, the life. Uh, what we say about, the, about Jesus is that, and Jesus is the Eucharist. It's not the bread, it's not the wine that we claim is Jesus. Rather, that what was bread and wine, after the words of institution, is Jesus, becomes Jesus. And Jesus is not just in there. And we can, can uh, uh, just as complicated as uh, speaking of the Trinity can sometimes be, we can get into heresy very quickly. I think I managed to avoid that this, this last weekend. The Eucharist, too, we can, we can get into tricky situations uh, because we want to dismiss, we, we cannot wrap our minds, and I think that's probably part of the same uh, thing that's present with the, uh, trying to understand the Trinity, is we know we can't fully understand the Trinity, and we can't fully understand the Eucharist. If you paid attention, and I'm sure you did, to the opening collect, we heard it addressed not to God the Father, it's God all the same, but who in your body and blood? It's referring to Jesus, of course in unity with the Father and the Holy Spirit. This is the mystery we reflect on. God, who becomes man, who feeds us with what looks like bread, who gives us drink with what looks like wine. The God, Jesus Christ, humbles himself to take such natural looking things and a natural looking appearance something that we would overlook something that that uh, in any other way we would say well, no that's not uh, how is that and yet and, uh, uh, there's a few stories and, and there was a picture that actually came across that I, I've seen a few times and, and uh, was in Catholic media a few years ago about a, a cadaver dog a dog who's been trained to sniff out for bodies, sitting in attention in front of the Blessed Sacrament because he recognized the presence there. 
that if dogs recognize it, <laughs> why don't we? Or there's a story of the, the, uh, the horse who, as the Blessed Sacrament was being carried in procession, basically genuflected. A horse. And why don't we? I think sometimes we think we're more intelligent than we really are. I'm not saying we're dumb. But we think we're more intelligent. We, we cannot wrap our minds around this mystery, who Jesus is. That Jesus gives himself to us. This is a mystery. And he gives, us, gives himself to us for the very same reason we hear in this gospel passage, why he asks the apostles, give them something to eat, because he knows we're starving. He knows we're hungry. And the apostles look at him, and, and five, all we have is five loaves and two fish. Sometimes we might look at the Eucharist, and as a priest, I've, I've looked and looked and looked, especially the... Well, I'll, I'll, but at the last two days here, especially, where we were really close with the host count, we had a break. We look at it and we say, this is rather skimpy. It doesn't look like enough. This, this bread doesn't look like it's going to nourish us. In reality, on the calorie count, it doesn't even register. It doesn't mean anything for nourishment, that little bite, the little sip, but it's not bread, not wine. And instead of giving us calories, it transforms us. Natural food, we eat and we transform it, we break it down and, and it becomes us. And this food, he consumes us. He consumes all, all of our goodness, all the gifts that we've, he's given us. He, he takes and he continues to take and multiply and give. Takes, blesses, breaks, gives. Those, five, those, those four verbs. He continues to do that in this Eucharist. To nurture us. And not just nurture us for us. As I, we keep hearing this, this, these words of fruit, you know, we are called to bear fruit, fruit that will last. And fruit for a fruit tree is worthless. A, a fruit tree that produces fruit just for itself is a dumb tree. A fruit tree produces itself, produces fruit so that it can propagate other trees to produce more fruit and for the nourishment of people. Jesus nourishes us to help us bear fruit. Again, in that sequence, like even the short version, we would hear, Lo, the angel's food is given to the pilgrim who is driven. See the children's bread from heaven, which on dogs may not be spent. Jesus Christ gives himself to us the, the food of angels, this angelic food that the angels cannot eat. Not only because they don't have bodies and they do not eat, but it, God in his goodness gave it to us. This is a mystery we celebrate. This is a mystery we contemplate. This is a mystery we live. Fruit given for us to transform us, to make us the body of Christ. So while we celebrate the mystical body, we call the mind in the early church, the mystical body was the body of Christ, the church, made by the Eucharist, the sacramental body the sacramental presence, the real presence. 
today we've maybe missed uh, and switched those around. We understand the, the church a little bit better than we do what we call the mystical body, the sacramental body. But it's all the same because Christ is still with us. This is why he gives us the Eucharist so that he doesn't distance himself from us, but that we have him present in our lives constantly, nourished for most of us here today, daily. Nourished that we can become the body of Christ for a world that needs the body.